What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the HK Video Game Experience Late Night Game Chat with Hollywood Cole and Clearfire. What's up, Clear? What is going on, man? Well, we're going to talk a little bit today about this GoldenEye re-release and, you know, kind of the experiences that I've had with it and my kids have had with it. Did you play it at all? I turned it on. I started to get into it and then I got out of it. <laughs> and then I got didn't get into it. Yeah, I just didn't get into it. It is. So you play it on what you play it on? I played it on my Switch. Yeah, well, that makes sense then. Well, Switch OLED. I mean, I've got it on my 64, and I can do it, but I just wanted to play it on the Switch since it was like, oh, oh yeah, here's the sure. new, here's the new hotness on the Switch. You know, it's supposed to be revamped and everything. Which I mean, it did look a little better, you know, but it's like, so I, I get, I got hit hit with two emotions when I turned it on. One, the whole nostalgia, oh my gosh, you know, the whole startup video, because that was like one of the, I mean, that's one of the classic startup videos of any video game out there right now. You know, you see that, you get all hyped, you get all pumped up for it. And then to jump in and start playing the first mission, then I remember, and I get the my next emotion, which is the emotion of why I dislike first-person shooter games. And just getting all full in his flow, and then it's just like, nope, nope, I'm out, I'm done. (laughs) So. No. Well... Yeah, Switch was, you know, everybody was coming out with a Switch, so this kind of the thing happened. Xbox Series X releases one on Games Pass the same time that Switch does, and they had some kind of deal, I guess, to where like, okay, well, we want online multiplayer. That's what Switch said, Nintendo. So they got online multiplayer, haven't touched it, but the Xbox version, Series X on Games Pass, has the modern controls Oh my gosh, dude! Those old controls are so hard to go back to. They're horrendous. Yeah, I mean, they're, dude, they're I, terrible. I didn't even think about turning it up on the Series X because, like, it, it just didn't cross my mind. Because Goldeneye's a Nintendo game; it's not an Xbox game; it's a Nintendo yeah. game. Yeah, I might have to go back and try it with modern controls. Whole different, whole different game, man. Um, Listen, they're trying I, to do it. I had to stop to adjust aim. To, I'm like, oh gosh, oh, no, don't, don't put it down. I'm done. Impo- it's hard. I, mean, I can't remember offhand. I uh, thought about right here this. Trying yeah, no. See, yeah, they got two analog sticks. I don't know why they can't. But you know, Nintendo's just going to throw out the uh, uh, basically a port over. You know, it's just going to be the actual N64 game. Bloop. Now it works on the Switch. Congratulations, guys. Go for it. But it was a it's pretty port. Yeah, I mean, Xbox I mean, looked look great too. Of course, I mean, yeah. I mean, it made they made it look better, but it's just because it looks like Dookie on yes, a modern cons- a modern TV. I mean, you could do all you want on making it look good. If you don't fix those terrible controllers, which we, I don't know why we were fine with it back in the day. I mean, I guess it's just because that's, that's all, all you we knew. had. That's all we had. You didn't know any better. But, um, yeah, it's just, uh Yeah, man, you didn't know any better. It's the only one. now. And so if you pull up the little crosshairs on it, I think on the, on the Nintendo 64 version, you can't move. Yeah, I mean, you can't move and pull up the crosshairs. You have to stop and pull the crosshairs. On the three on the Xbox Series X version, oh, you can move and be aiming down the crosshairs. It's so much better because the way you move is with the analog stick, right? And the way you mm-hmm. move the little targeting hairs is with the analog stick too. So, um, but anyway, so let's just talk about going for a second. So we we've done a Golden Eye podcast way back in the day with Coach. Coach got on. We were a little inebriated and uh, didn't quite go as we planned. We'll probably have to do another one, but it was fun. Um, so. We're not going to do a whole GoldenEye podcast. I do just want to talk about kind of how we did back then. And, you know, 
I remember saying several times in our podcast, like it doesn't hold up today. It doesn't hold up today for Goldeneye. And if you go back and play it on a 64, I think I just had S video going into a 720p flat screen. It looked fine. You could play it. It didn't look super garble. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about ways you can play these things now uh, at, at the end of this uh, talk. We're going to get finished talking about Goldeneye. But um, yeah, man, I got it on the, on the X and started playing. It looks great. It's very clear. So started messing around with it and when I first kind of like you did exactly what you did actually got on played it for a minute go okay yeah great great glad we got it I'll get back with it later right but the kids love that was on Xbox but the kids love playing it on Switch oh so my gosh. they love they want to play Goldeneye four four man <sighs> death match man it's in their blood <gasps> they love it, it might be and, in their um, blood but man, <laughs> man. <laughs> they love it and so we're all equally bad at it, you know, we can't hit anything because <laughs> you can't control it. And, um, and so, you know, we're running around crazy, but we don't have all the characters and you got to unlock all the characters and all the stages. And I'm like, I ain't playing this game on switch to go unlock that. I'm sorry. No, I'm not playing it on switch. But what did I do on the Xbox, man? I played that game all the way through on the agent, all the way through on secret agent with the new one, all the way through on double agent. I had a Golly. great time doing it. It was so much fun. It's so much fun just shooting, like, just hordes of those guys coming in, you know. And um, I think it did hold up, man. Now, that the controls switch, no, you can't do that. you got to get modern controls, and well, there's going to be see, some nostalgia there for sure. Now, that's, that's the question, though. When you're talking about does it hold up, does it hold up as the game as it was, or does it hold up? as the game as it's been modified yeah because so modified and modern if, controls if you if you modify it then i don't really think you can call it it still holds up because it's not technically the the game that we played back in the day i mean you give it modern controls you move better you can do things that you really couldn't do too well, well the argument then. is simply uh is simply the fact that modern controls what makes them good is that that's what we're used to and back in the day, those controllers were what we used we were used to as well. So I see your argument though; it's valid. Yeah. There's valid I mean, on both on both I mean, sides. I'm just saying that, like, because like to me, your UI versus you know, yeah, the, I mean, to, game. To, to, to me, Goldeneye as the N64 cart doesn't hold up. The graphics are horrendous. The movement, the controls are a terrible controller a uh, control scheme. And it just overall doesn't have that. Now, granted, don't get me wrong. I'm very nostalgic about that game. Have great, vivid memories about playing the game with everybody. Jones, playing people in Hattiesburg when I would go to Hattiesburg to visit friends there. Playing with even with friends up in Startville when I went to Mississippi State. Uh, so I have those vivid, great memories of it. But that's it. You know, it's not like if I, when I go pick it up and play it again on the 64, like originally because i even have a crt uh tv to play it on so it gets the original feel i'm just like oh my gosh we liked this you know it's like <laughs> my, my, memory, my memory so my memory's <laughs> cloud no it's, it really is because i look at it and i'm like oh my gosh well, you don't like first person shooters anyway uh, exactly i don't like first person <clears throat> shooters so, uh, so I'm, I'm gonna be skewed a little bit anyway i'm gonna be biased against it because i'm not a first person shooter fan you know i played the game just because that's what everybody else played and if i didn't play it then i wasn't playing video games with friends so i played it 
Um, I had fun playing it. I, I won my fair share and ha- had fun playing it. I just I didn't get into it like a lot of other people did. Um, but I mean, looking at it in the comparison of did it hold up? I don't think it held up. I really don't. You know, yeah, is it fun? Yeah, is it nostalgic? Yeah, is it like a game that I'm going to say, hey, let me go play this again because it was so great back in the day? No. I mean, I'm going to go play Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. I'm going back to Super Nintendo even on that. I'll play that again. I'll play that ten times over right now. Fantastic game. Fun game. It holds up. Even the graphics, everything. It holds up. Same with Final Fantasy 3 slash 6. Same way with Final Fantasy 7. Final Fantasy VIII, I'll spin it up on my PlayStation right now and go play it. I love those games. Those are games that I feel like hold up in comparison to that. Sounds like you're saying what holding up means you want to play it multiple times. I just mean, does it play today? Is it fun today? I think it is fun today. Well, I mean, that's my Um, thing. if, If I don't want to play it, it's not fun. Yeah, I mean that's that's so, my thing because so, so that's how I look at. It. I mean, heck, I'll go spin up, I'll go put up the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on NES. I'll play it right now, even though yeah. how much of a nightmare of a game it is, and how hard it is, and how crazy some of the stuff is. I'll play it again because I love it. I love Ninja Turtles. You know, um, in comparison, you know, Star Wars Rogue Squadron on so sixty four, horrible <laughs> graphics, it's like, horrible it's like graphics. A, but it's like I would, an SNL I would, skit here. I would go. I would <laughs> keep go going. Back I would never ends with the game comparisons. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, just, you know me. I'm going to compare it. I'm going to like throw out all kind of crazy. Final things. Fantasy two. You, you see what I'm saying? It's like it's like yeah. She's at uh, Norm Macdonald where he just keeps, yeah. keeps doing that on Dave, yeah. David Letterman. It's like yeah. you know what would you want off? We think I'm French because I order French fries. It's like <laughs> you know. You think I'm Polish because I ordered a uh-huh. a Polish hot dog? You know, it's like I mean, come on. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, you think if you I'm can, German if, because I ordered a German beer? And if you compare it to, for, <laughs> for me, ends. but just comparing it to like Rogue, you know, comparing it even to a 64 game, 64 game, Rogue Squadron. That's what well, I mean. I, know, I would get it. You don't so. think it holds up? I just don't. I, I don't so, think it holds up. So I enjoyed it on the Xbox 360. It was so much fun. I played it through. Like I said, okay. You mean the Series X? Yeah, Series X. It's so yeah. I say 360. Yeah, yeah. Series I wanna, X. I want to try it on the Series X after you're telling me this. I you'll try like, it on you'll six, like it. You got to go X with the modern new controls. Control. Yeah, it's a little bit easier. Uh, it's a lot easier. Um, and so and the reason I say that because they have all these this hard like the f- facility. Now you got YouTube to kind of show you the strats, but um, you know the, unlocking these cheats like the facility where it's a uh, you know double O agent and two and a half, two minutes and five seconds used to be so Ooh. hard. I did it like a minute and forty seconds. Holy gosh! And so after about maybe eight tries, nine tries, ten tries, but I got un- invincibility. So I like going in there with the cheats. I mean, I even went back and played it even after I did all the stuff unlocked. So and try to and having you know fun with it to, to whatever you can. I mean, I hadn't turned it on since I finished it and unlocked the cheats and gone through a couple stages with the cheats. Um, but so. Yeah, but uh, if you but beat yeah. everything, it's kind of hard to go back yeah, to the so game anyway. Like, so, so yeah, I mean, you did everything you can. So. Yeah, I don't even look at the, the trophies or anything either. Well, whatever you call it on achievements. But um, but yeah, even back in the day, though, I mean, you know, you got to keep in mind, we didn't know any better with the controls. And so That's it's just like true. now with the modern controls, you know, they're modern. You know, they come up with something better. They're like, oh, these controls are garbage, but they're fine for us. They're great because it's all we know. You got to use your thumbs, you know, when they have the, you actually have a gun yeah. or whatever, you know. But um, so we played it. That's all we knew. I mean, me and the bullet was for just like waiting in lunch at, at school. Like, we're going to play going out today. Yeah, and we should go to the house and we play uh, for, you know, for hours there. And I think I'm sure you'd come by. I know that my sister would play with us sometimes. We'd always had, we always had four. So it was a good time. Um, 
And uh, so I, I really appreciate it. I liked it. My son's, my uh, youngest would watch it. He's five. And he'll, every time he starts shooting the guys, he'll start going, because he just, it's a satisfying thing with these certain guns, man. Like that Uzi, the RCP or whatever, the RP, the RC90, whatever thing that gun is. It is so much fun to shoot that. Um, it's fun to get headshots. It's fun to do all that. There's no blood, none of that. And uh, it's fun to just wreck these guys sometimes. There's some frustrating mechanics in the game, like the scientist AI running around. You can't blow up the blow up the console thing. They'll run into it and die. And there's, this is unforgiving, man. Yeah, I forgot how some of these things are. You'll oh, get yeah. halfway through the stage and accidentally shoot the wrong person or Natalia will run into a fire or Boris will run into a fire and die and you start the whole stage yeah, over. Yeah, you're done then. <laughs> <clears throat> Those kind of mechanics are like, you know, you think like that and hold up, but it's still the stage, the whole stage that can be done in like less than 10 minutes. Yeah. So, um, but again, I did have fun with it, man. I'm glad they did that. It was a lot of fun and it got me wanting to do retro games uh, again and break out my 64 and break out, you know, and get on uh, the Switch and play the Game Boy Advance and Game Boy stuff they got out now, even their 64 stuff they got out. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, Swinging Thunder sent me a picture of SOCOM on his PlayStation. Ooh. And I was like, dude, that looks really good. What are you What are you using? And I said, is that the remake? Because everybody claims to have a remake coming out. If you're, so if you're following SOCOM, everybody has a remake coming out for been like that way since it canceled. So everybody yeah, what, gets so a title screen. It's been coming out there like that. Yeah, they get a title screen and one and one screenshot of a stage and go, look, it's almost done, and then nobody ever hears about it again. I know, it's so frustrating. I so want SOCOM back. That's the only first person so, shooter that I actually like really like, other, <laughs> uh, other than Destiny. And I don't really consider Destiny a first person shooter. It's more of an MMO. But I mean, oh, still man. kind of the same. I mean, we won't argue, go there. You can argue all day long on Destiny what it really is. Well, it's definitely um, a first-person shooter, but it's uh, probably an MMO, first-person shooter, MMO yeah. type of thing. And I think that's what differentiates it for me is the MMO side of it, where you're doing yeah. more of the more of that. But to the well, point, so, you know, that's so he had an M Classic. Okay, so the M Classic is a little thing that goes into the back of the console, or that it's got to get fed through your TV. And it does a lot of smoothing. It only works on a 480 uh, P or I and up signal. So you can't just hook it, which you couldn't do it anyway, hook it directly to the back of your, uh, you know, N64 pushing out a 240 or whatever. So um, you have to have it upgraded. And dude, so the ways to do this, man, I was, I told swinging, <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm about to go ham on all these converters, dude. Because I want to play it on the console. I've I've been looking into that too, and um, uh, Hollywood. I don't know how deep you know that I've gotten into the computer side, but you know I've been looking at the actual soldering in the parts and doing the actual like hard mods. You know, not just the okay. plug-in mods, because that's some really awesome stuff. Because I mean, I've got two Game Gears that are sitting over here that I can't play because the they need to be recapped. Oh yeah. And yep. so I'm already researching on how to recap it and everything because I mean I feel pretty proficient in my soldering skills, and I'm like. This one dude showed me a te- technique of using a hot air station without having to do. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so easy. It took me 20 minutes to do it. So yeah. it's like, OK, let's look at that. And I started diving into some of that, too. And I've seen some of the boards you can get, especially there's a GameCube mod that you can you, t- you end up t- having to take your disk drive out of it. But you put in a it, it allows you to have a SD card there instead. And you can start playing games from huh. all different stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, so um, 
I've tried, you know, just a direct HDMI cable, some cheap converters. None of it looks good on a new TV. Um, it just looks terrible. Some of them just look so bad you can't even play them. Some of them are like passable. So I went ahead and bought, and this was back in, this was five years ago, uh, bought a RetroTink 2X Classic. So, oh, look at online, look at YouTube, look at all the, the how good it looks. You're like, man, yeah, that looks good. Plug this thing up so you can go, uh, the components are R, R, uh, V, AV, I mean, sorry, the components in AV. So I do the AV with the S video and it's just like blurry, dude. You're like, but it works. I mean, it's okay. Well, it looks blurry. Try to do the components and it just doesn't work. It's a double screen. I'm switching all my inputs and I'm reading up on it. It just doesn't work. So I was my, my, my retro tink is a, a defective or something. So I couldn't get it to work. Now they got RetroTink 2X Mini, 2X Pro, they got 5X, and of course the 5X is just sick. $300 for the 5X now. And all of them are out of stock. I just pulled it up over here looking at it too because I'd looked at them at one time. Well, so, don't bother. Because, I wouldn't touch it. Because the RetroTink Classic was so blurry, so I got the M, I got the M Classic, hooked it up, and it was just, now it was kind of smooth. Uh, it's like kind of smoothing out the edges, but it was still blurry. <laughs> you got that? And I was M like, classic? dude, yep, M Classic. Is that a different one from Retro Tank? Yep, that's different. That's a whole different thing. So, so. Oh, yeah, I've seen like, that. Yeah, so that's a lot of people. But swinging was like, hey, just uh, try it with your try it with your um, PlayStation Two. So I got a Hyperkin. Just eight. Just goes in there to the back of the PS Two. Probably thirty bucks for the cord, right? Plug you got the club. The plug has to be it has to be plugged into the the HDMI cord. That went to the M Classic to the back of the TV. Looks so much better. Oh my gosh, looks way better than that Retro Tink, dude. And Retro Tink Classic, uh, I mean, dude, don't even touch. They don't even make them anymore now. But you can't update them either. I thought it was just something wrong with it. And of course, if you look at the websites, they look so great. And I went back and look at YouTube with Retro Tink. And I can tell that Goldeneye and World is Not Enough, that's really why I wanted to play World is Not Enough after I finished yeah. Goldeneye. And it just looks terrible. So I'm just going to have to buy another Hyperkin for the N64 and run it through the uh, the M Classic. The M Classic, it's got three different modes. One just straight pass through. One um, does a little bit of smoothing and upgrades it. And the other is like total smoothing into 4.3. I play it in 4.3 as well, aspect ratio. That's the way they're meant to be played, but I've been enjoying it, man. And I hooked it up to the GameCube like that. No, the, the, to the Wii mm-hmm. in it, and Mario Part. Oh, so I'm not going to back up a little bit. My sister got me a GameCube, right? I'm, I've probably said Heck this yeah. before. So that's what game they got me into it. And she's like, they got some games here. You want some games? I was like, yeah, what do you got? She's like, well, we got it's someone called a, it's a snowboarding game, SSX, like tricky. I was like, yeah, I want that. Oh, you better get Sonic. That. Sonic, you know, World or something like that. Yeah. Sonic Tour. Yeah, I want that. Mario Golf. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, what's this one? Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door. I was like, uh, yes. Has it got yes. the book and everything? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. And so oh I cranked that gosh. up. Yeah, I got it, man. Now, dude. And so I, cr- I cranked that up and it was blurry, but it was so fun. So I still played it. And then now I put it hooked up the. Wii with a Hyperkin cable to the M Classic and it looks like it looks flawless. You know, some games are better than others. Yeah. 
So um, if it would put out 480p, and you know, a lot of times it'll ask you, even on PlayStation, do you want to display this game in progressive mode or, and uh, you know, you got to you got to pick. And some mm-hmm. games just you can't play. But Final Fantasy Tactics looks amazing. Vagrant Story looks amazing. Oh. Yeah, man. Um, and I was playing Suicoden, and it looks good. But the problem is when you walk to the left or right, it's a very subtle, very subtle flicker. You can notice it because it's trying to scan yeah. proper. And um, so it's kind of tough, and they're making a remake of it. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to worry about it. They're making a remake of Tactics as well. I might play Tactics anyway. I don't know. But I want to go back and play Vagrant Story, man. Vagrant Story that was one was, of my favorites, dude. Yeah, I think uh, of you every time. That was in college. Fantastic game. Um, oh my gosh, dude, that's just such a such a great game. Um, that's why I'm glad I've got a CRT to play it on and have yep. it, you know have all my stuff like that to play it the real way yes. from there. So it's really nice because I don't think my TV could even using those even using like the M Classic and all that. I don't know if my TV could do that because it's a it's the OLED TV. And it's really sensitive to signals, so yeah, yeah I have to look into it. It does. It'll go to 4K and all that, but it's uh, it's so you know you got to kind of look because the end of the HDMI is a male figure, right? Mm-hmm. And you got to uh, plug in a male end of the M Classic to another male end. That don't work, so you have to get like a couple coupling. And I got like a JVC one or something like that. That's like a 4K one. And it works. There is a little bit of lag sometimes, like with Mega. Oh, Mega Man X uh, collection, dude, looks unbelievable. It looks so good on there. It looks like the Switch version. Oh yeah, I see and what so, you're talking about. How how you have to have yeah, a you can't coupler so, on that. Well, at least this is like going into a Switch anyway. Well, if, yeah, it could go probably go into a Switch. It can go into a Switch directly. But these are no, retro, it's man. A, it's using a coupler for a Switch. I don't know why. It'll go into the Switch because it has to. Uh, has to it can plug directly into a because HDMI cable has two male ends. Yeah, I'm looking at it because it's like and it's got source. Is that the source they're talking about? That's the game system. Yeah, so it's got to come out of the game system directly. You can't plug it into the TV. All right, doesn't have to go directly, but it has to be the signal. I was just trying to see how it plugs up because like I'm looking at it and it's got the you know sitting like this. So one one end is a male end and one end is a female end. The mm-hmm. male end, it has to come into the male end first and then out the female end. Oh, so it's that's going the, reverse. That's what, it's reverse, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's weird. That's what threw me off. And I ordered it, and then I had to buy... A, I, I try to find all these things, man. I finally found a coupling at Target. I was working 12-hour shifts, by the way. So oh, I was yeah. like, I can't do anything. i got to wait. So I ordered it at Target when you I was at work, fe- and it went and picked it up. Female. Yep, a female to female. Exactly. And then you plug the HD, regular HDMI cable into the back from the console, and then that M Classic and the other end of that coupling, and That's it goes straight weird. through to a whole other HDMI. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, that it, even it throws, looks good though, man. I mean, I believe I it, like it. It just, it just doesn't make sense though. That that's how it works, especially with it saying source and pointing down to the male end, because that's yeah. like totally reverse of the way that's that it, it wants it the feeds source to go in. Exactly, your source goes into this you, point, but we're pointing the arrow at here. That, you would just plug it into your TV. Yeah. And then go and then plug the other thing to their end and it wouldn't work. And you'd be like, this thing sucks, man. And so that's but what would throw me off. I'd, I'd look at yeah. it and be like, source? That's weird. Why would I have a source yeah. that way? My source is my thing that's coming into it, not going out. And usually your mail yeah. is going out, not coming in. Yeah. Wow. Okay. 
I'm not hating so, on it. It looks like it's it looks like it's pretty awesome. I just that's yeah. Just I mean, it, it rounds weird. it off. It can it can look a little weird depending on again. It's all about the game, man. Whatever game. I mean, Mario Mario Thousand Year Door looks amazing. Um, like I said, Mega Man looks amazing on PlayStation Two. Uh, Vagrant Story looks all the PlayStation One games I played looked amazing with with the it was Suicode and looked amazing too. But when you would walk, it would uh, do that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, when I plugged it in and it was blurry forever, you know, with the retro tank, that's supposed to be this big thing. Um, then I plugged it with a Hyperkin $30 cable and I was like, my eyes are like, what? <laughs> Look at the, I mean, just when it came up, the words yeah. were so crisp. I was like, dude, what in the world? Cause, cause Swingy's been telling me, no, it's, it's HD, man. I don't know. You know, it's HD. And, um, and I'm like, I just have to see it. I'd have got to come to your house and see it, you know, yeah. because I, cause they were all playable. I mean, you could all play them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, a lot of that's even blurry anyway. You know, back in the day, I mean, you didn't know what it was blurry. You didn't know what HDTV was when you were on the CRT. Very true. But, but, you know, when you play it on like a retro pie, like you turned me on to, it's very crisp. I mean, that's like as crisp as it can get, uh, you know, to, to some degree. I don't know about how, you know, fine-tuning the 4K and blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't I mean, care about that. That's that's the one good thing about, like, our retro pie. You've got, like, that whole operating system that's based yeah. on just playing that game. You've got built-in sheets, built-in the way you can adjust the screen settings and all kinds of stuff. It's really, if you're really deep into a retro pie, there's a lot you can do with it and a lot more. It's, it's quite powerful and it's great. Only problem is now, so you try to go buy a Raspberry Pi, the cheapest one you're going to get is $100. Yeah. You know, I bought uh, every Raspberry Pi I've ever bought, I paid 30, 35 bucks for. You know, because yeah. that's what they oh, were that's selling. That's way cheap. Yeah. Well, no, that's what they were selling for. They're, yeah. they're, they're, yeah, 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 no, their MSRP now. is $35. Even now, their MSRP is $35. The problem is yeah, because I think of that mine chip was 100. shortage. The chip, because of all the chip shortage and everything. Well, I mean, that's just that board. That's not if you got anything with it, if you got like cards and cases oh, and see, all that. Yeah. If you just yeah, bought the that. board, it's only 35 bucks. I mean, I got a 3D printer, so I buy a board and I print a case for myself, and I've got a thousand SD cards laying around. I can format one at any time and do it. So I'm yeah. just not, you know, I, I don't ever have to buy any of the extra stuff. But, I mean, it's great for the fact that it's a, extremely versatile, you know, and you can play any, almost anything on it. I don't think you can get up into... It, it has trouble sometimes with, like, 64 games. Yeah. Um, so but when you, hit play two, when you hit play two, PS2, you're not going to really be able to play those. Um, yeah. So that's the downfall of the retro pie. Um, yeah, it, they're, they're trying to improve emulators to make it more playable, but you're going to hit a point of where you have to either do some type of connection to your TV or you're going to have to buy CRT and buy the old systems and yeah. get those ranges there. So that's just, it's kind of... Well, so the the best ways that I found that they had a frame meister back in the day, so we were kind of talking about it at the beginning, uh, before we started recording. But the frame meister, I mean, I think it was like three hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. Now these things, I, last time I checked was years ago. It was like eight hundred bucks, man. And those supposedly the best way to do it. Let me see. And I hadn't I'm, done I'm, those. Yeah, I'm telling you right how much now. It is. Uh, yeah, you're is, looking at about five hundred twenty-four dollars. That's that's, all, that's on Amazon wow. right now. Uh, that's a okay, frame meister. Good. They don't make them anymore. So if yeah, you can find one, them, you, so can, they, you can. You, 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 I don't know if they break lucky. easy and they're kind of like end of life or something. But um, yeah, those things were pretty good from what I understand. And I didn't know anything about them. I mean, we was playing the S video on like a 720, and that still works fine for me. 
Um, let me see here. I mean, it's an upscaler, so it upscales you up to whatever you need it to. And from what it's saying, it's upscaling it into, it looks like... Uh, yeah, 400 bucks on eBay. Wow, they must have stopped selling. Must have, oh, that's got that's got Japanese writing all over it. It must be a oh yeah. They've got you got to be careful because you can find some that are that's hard to use. This thing. But I mean, it's just like uh, here's an X, on the back. XRGB Mini for sale from eBay, and this is what you know. It's so it's called a Frame Meister, but XRGB. If you look that up, that's it's pretty much the same thing. Um, I'm seeing four hundred, four fifty, seven hundred. You know, it just really depends. This, yeah, so there's a bunch. So I hadn't looked into those anyway. That was the way to do it for a long time, uh, and then everybody came up with like you know like the retro pies and all this to try to do it. Um, and Frame Master had a little bit of lag. I understand. Um, it was a big box one too, not just the mini. I think so. I don't know. I'm just kind of just remembering. Yeah. But, um, but dude, now I got a retro USB for my Nintendo and that is that's real HD it is so much fun to play those games on that no lag it's got a built in game genie blah 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 but uh, and then I got a Super NT Super Analog NT which is high def for Super Nintendo and I love playing games on those man that's the way to do retro and you can hardwire like you were talking about an N64 Mm-hmm. Um, for 200 bucks if someone wanted to pay somebody to do it it's about 100 bucks if you want to do it on your own but it is tedious probably not that hard it's just so tedious because these like little all those what do you call those parallel circuits in the back with all the different ribbon circuits so you gotta You're looking break them pins, apart ribbon circuits all that kind of stuff yeah. you just gotta be super careful ribbon cables you gotta be super careful with it and man it's just if you do the wrong thing your system's gone yeah. you know so you gotta be proficient with it it's not something i'm 100 percent ready to risk to do on one of my systems and i'd only do it if i had an extra system so like with my yeah. n64 i'm not going to do that to my n64 if i had a second n64 yeah i would do it i would try it um so yeah, if you put that through uh through a uh, m classic man it'd be sick yeah. i bet and the only reason so, why i'm trying it on my game gear is because i got two of them you know i found a guy that was selling a game gear he's like Look, I don't know if it works or not, but I'll sell it for you for ten bucks. Oh, I'm you like, got nothing okay, to lose. Ten bucks, yeah, ten bucks. Heck yeah, send me that ten yeah. bucks. I'll I'll Get take that thing apart. I'll take that thing apart and fix it up or whatnot. I was talking to a guy down in Hattiesburg. There's actually actually a guy in Hattiesburg that does retro console repairs and upgrades and mods and all that. And I was talking to him and just never pulled the trigger with him on it. So um, I'm, dude, I don't I'm gonna know. take my N64 down there next time I drive to Mississippi and leave it there and go, hey, put a HD in the back of this. Well, I mean that's what I'm, I'm gonna get that I'm, phone number. I'm gonna get. I'm, well, I'm gonna get. A, I'm, I'm before. I, I mean, he seems like he's pretty, a pretty good guy. I just don't. I, I'm weird about trusting people with my stuff, you know. Especially yeah. my stuff that I cherish. You know, Game Gear is the one that I super cherish. So I'm very, very picky and picky about that. So, um, but I mean, he was gonna do both my Game Gears, mod them all up for like two sixty. Dang, I would mod them up, meaning so like you get. My original, my written, no, no, my original Game Gear. What he was going to do is recap it, and then just in it, give a um a new screen in it because Game Gear screens are notorious for being yeah. terrible and going out. Both of my Game Gears screens horrible. You can't see anything on it. They're they're out. So he's going to put a new screen in it. 
on the other Game Gear, we were going to do a full-blown mods on it. Basically, it was going to have a new screen. It was going to get a um, an audio, new audio board put in, a modded audio board, and a modded power adapter to where it would take USB-C for a charger and then have rechargeable batteries in it. So no more AA batteries and having to go through 50 AA batteries to play one game. Yeah. So that's yeah. the type of mods I'm <laughs> talking about, you know. And then it would have like a... I don't remember if it's an IPS screen or if it's a um, LCD screen, but like a really, really nice screen. It was going to look really nice for 260 for both of those to be done. You know, yeah. most people charge 40, 50 bucks. You could probably recap. flip it for 150 bucks, man. A modded one like that. Oh, God, no. Modded ones will go for two, 200 easy. <clears throat> yeah. 200 to 250. I mean, I'm, I'm, you can go look up uh, Retro 6. Uh, that's the big uh, guy that does it. And I think that's where he was going to get most of my parts from. Uh, clean screen, uh, clear, uh, clean audio, clean power. Those were the three big ones we were going to do. Um, so it's... Yeah, it looks it's good. Crazy. I'm it's, seeing it's, them right now. Yeah, they're... It's crazy. The for, technology they have for Game Gear... For, this is for Game Gears is insane. Retro 6 also has stuff for like Game Boys. And I was thinking about doing that to my Game Boy and modding that screen to have a better screen in it. Because I've got a Game Boy Color and... It'd be a nice little Game Boy Color at that point, you know. So, I mean, there's this it's crazy the scene out there for retro handhelds outside of doing like the uh, Raspberry Pis, the uh, Misters, and all of that thing, all of those oh, type gosh, of things. Gosh, there's two right there. I'm looking at one that had a mod, and I just clicked the other one, didn't have a mod, and it's the exact same game title screen. You can tell a huge difference, like obviously, yeah. but even it looks like the graphics are even better on the modded oh, yeah. screen. Yeah, I mean, it really does. I mean, it looks like. Oh my gosh, I just got a graphics boost on a game that's 30 years old. How is that possible? You know? Well, so cool. another thing you can do is this new thing that's the Polymega. So the Polymega, if you're not aware of that, heard of it. If you're listening, there's a, it's a basically a console. I think it's like three or $400 right now. And you can play like Sega CD, Sega Saturn. Yeah. TurboGrafx 16, um, PlayStation 2, maybe. All the different just basically disc-based versions to some some degree. And then you buy little interchangeable tops to it. Like they're doing right now pre-orders for the N64. It's called the Ultra. Oh, wow. So you got the, yeah. That's $89 for that. $89 yeah. for the for the module set. And I'm guessing How much that is the means frame you can play it. You can't. You got to have the bottom to it. Oh, you got to have the bottom to it. So that's not yeah. the no, this no. pre-order for product, which has completed hardware developments. Yeah, so uh, Polymega, that's the new thing. I mean, I was thinking about getting one, man. Um, I just don't know how much I will. And 450 bucks. Yeah, and you got to buy the different parts to it. So, um, but, and, you get, and, and the thing is, now you can plug up, you know, the old school controllers to it too. Are you sure on that one? Because the way that it's reading, the way that it's reading for the, for the Ultra module set, it's reading like you get to, it plays it right out the bat. I'm pretty sure you got to have the bottom because all the old, all the modules. That's what it oh, is. You switch out the top module. module. Set. Okay. I yeah. So I you have to. You have to have a base unit and all that. Okay. Yeah. So they got you know they got the uh, Super Nintendo one, a Sega one, all the different module sets. They, but they they got to figure out a way to do light gun games on a modern TV. That's pretty cool. I'd like to check that out to see, like, that playing, would be awesome. uh, Undead and all this. Not, uh, what is it? 
what is it the well, crisis core house of the dead whatever the the one that you also have, always had in the video game in the uh yeah, see, arcades yeah yeah crisis yeah. something crisis core or I forget scroll, exactly. scroll down to uh where it says play light gun games but then scroll down past that digitize your game collection you can digitize your own game collection and if you look it'll pull up a picture of sonic like running and it's all it looks great it looks kind of you see the detail in the in the you know the the sprites. I like that, man. I, I don't need it rounded off. I like the little detail in the sprites when I want to play a retro game. Because that that's the way I remember gun controller it. Controller looks cool. Yeah. So this is a good deal, man. I mean, uh, I mean, if you really, it's kind of like a Raspberry Pi, and that you can kind of mod it however it you really want is. to. I mean, and the fact that you can, I mean. You digitize all your games. You don't even you need the disc or cartridge game file. Yep. And it provides information. Oh wow! I mean, it could yep. install your game. Wow! And you don't even have to that put it back so in there cool. again. Yeah, dude. No wonder it's five hundred something yeah, dollars. Yeah, see, that's it's like every you know thing you need, but it just installs it, and then you don't even have to um, put the disc in anymore. You could just preserve your game. You know, put it up on the shelf without having to get it off the shelf over and over. And it looks amazing. So this is a big deal, man. So I don't know. I'm thinking about getting one at some point. Hold on. Hold on. Here's a kicker word that's going to uh, be fantastic. No, it's going to be a great kicker word. Okay. Region free. Oh, yeah. I just yep. looked down here in the N64 game collection on your poly mega region free. That means you can get just for at least for the 64 module means you can get Japanese 64 games, you can get European 64 games, Australian 64 games, US 64 yep. games, and play it region free. That's all. Now that is a good. That's a good thing that need, they See, need a lot to of. That's what promote, they. That's what promote the, higher. Well, that's what the um, you know my retro USBs like that, and so is my um, NT. So they're all kind of region free now, but the. Um, the uh the systems are the cool thing about this this uh polymega also is that when you plug the module the module that you pick has the actual controller ports on it mm-hmm. so you can use the old if you plug in the nintendo module like a module em01 is the nes em02 is the super nes you plug up put that on the top and then it has this the ports for your um yep. um M- genesis 32x right there <laughs> so it has the genesis controller but uh yeah inputs so you can play on the regular controller like back in the day and they have a deluxe bundle it's only eight hundred (laughs) dollars wow what does that come with but you get the the nes module you get the base unit and a wireless and and a wireless controller that's that's a good then you get the nes element module set the snes f sfc element module the MD Gen 32X element module set and the PCSGX PC engine. So that's the TurboGrafx 16. So I mean, you get you get four of the modules and the base unit. And so this is I think why the modules come with controllers too. Yeah, they come with a controller. Yep. And it, and the Polymega controllers actual. look like the original controllers yep. not exactly yeah. but it looks close enough to where you get a pretty yep. good feel for it and they look yep. nice i agree i'm looking at the snes one and other than the fact that it's black and it says poly mega and has a button right there in the center it looks just like a 64 i mean a, a, a snes controller that's pretty awesome 
So here's the okay. Here's base unit. Base unit. So this is the one that plays. Okay, yeah. So the base. This is what I was wondering about. The, the base unit, CD-ROM base. It plays PlayStation One, Sega Saturn, Sega CD, TurboGrafx sixteen or TurboGrafx CD, and Neo Geo sixteen. Neo Geo CD, excuse me. So that's you know it doesn't play PlayStation Two yet. It doesn't play Dreamcast yet. So those are coming, but. Uh, you know, that was one of the reasons that held me up for that, that price. Because I could say, okay, well, I want to play PlayStation and I want to play Sega Saturn. I wouldn't mind even playing a little CD, Sega CD. All the others I don't care mm-hmm. about. Um, but I can already play PlayStation. And I don't really know what I would play on Sega Saturn or Sega CD that's worth my $550. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At this point. But on the 64, that's a different story. But the base unit comes with, that automatically comes with that. And that makes it so, a little less painful when yeah. you see that the base unit you can play those different games because so you heck, got the a base unit CD is so hard to get a hold of that works. Same with thirty two X. They're so hard to get a hold of that works. I've got two Sega CDs sitting over here, and one of them oh, doesn't right. power on at all. And then I have another one that um, powers on, but the um, the battery that's on the board of the Sega CD is dead so it doesn't hold save data so you can't use your EEPROM data that you have to use to be able to start up any game so i can't start yeah. up any game it's pretty frustrating so i have trying to have to decide do i break into it or do i use something else well i bought a uh golly what is the name of that cart it's from oh my gosh i bought a special cart and i cannot remember the name of it and i can put pretty much any type of sega Genesis CD 32X games on it. And I cannot remember the end of that cart. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. Golly. Know, I have to look at that cart. And that, that's another <laughs> thing, too, is these carts, too, that can do that, that basically can yeah. do stuff like that. Now, they're, granted, they're not cheap at all. Um, well, I bet that's now that looking at that Polymega, that's probably why that Frame Meister is so cheap because you can just buy a base model for 800 bucks. What is Everdrive. it? Everdrive? Everdrive. Yeah. Everdrive. Yeah. I got the uh, Everdrive yeah. Mega Pro or Mega Everdrive Pro is what I have. And it allows me to do any of the Genesis games. It's got all kinds of save states and everything. I can use it yeah. as like actual storage. I put a SD card in it and everything. It's really good and actually can it basically make my thing a region free player as well. So, um, the, but they've got them for 64. They've got them for Game Boy Advance. They got it for. Um, Nintendo, uh, Game Gear, um, Game Boy. I got a bunch of them out. So, and they're they're pretty cool. The one good thing, the reason why I did buy this one specifically, is because it's made from a guy out of the Ukraine, and I did want to support him and give him some support during you know all the craziness that's going on. But you know, um, yeah. got lucky that I was able to get one because he had to move to I think Italy or something like that. He had to move out of the country and was still able to get enough stuff to make them still well yeah so there's different ways to do it depending on how much money you want to spend but it did the whole point is that gold and i got me wanting to play it and it was trying to find a way to do it you know yeah. and so it's not as you don't have to spend a bunch of money and you can still do it um and i like to play on the on the console man with a regular controller uh that's got to look good though i'll, I'll buy up in you know, like i said super nt or something like that but it's a regular controller it's the actual game there's no you know save states which i like save states don't get me wrong but 
um, is how it was supposed to be played, right? So you can't um, exactly. You know, there's different things when they do like the Final Fantasy seven and eight and nine on the PlayStation four or five now, whatever on the store, dude. You go through playing them and it's fun. It's HD, but you can push like a button. And you yeah. get all your limit breaks up and all your life back. That's, I mean, that's too tempting. It's literally a push of a button. Yeah. And you can't lose. So what's the point of that? They should be able to disable that. You should have to turn that on or something. I don't know, man. Yeah, that's frustrating a, seeing that stuff like it's, that. It's, it's not, it's, that's the whole point is to get powerful. That's the whole reason that makes it fun. <laughs> if I want to read a book, I'll read the book and have a story. Exactly. But I want I mean, to be strategy, and that's what's so fun about it. And that was kind of the... I don't know if it was the frustrating point of uh, when you bring that up. So I think of Final Fantasy X when they read it, it where you had the regular sphere sphere grid or you had the like master sphere grid where you could technically start wherever you wanted on the sphere grid. Oh, but yeah. it was smaller. And I was like, but it's smaller. It take it took away a lot. So you didn't have everything. I'm like, OK, I have to start way over here. But I can still get everything, just like you yeah. know, just like you did back in the day. Or I can start wherever I want and I'm lose huge chunks of the sphere grid. I'm like, nah, I'll just give, let me stick with the classic way, and then yeah. just build out of that corner because there was a reason it was designed that way. I mean, just like right. what you were saying, there's exactly. a reason why games weren't designed with saves back in the day. One, hard to do in carts, and two, it just didn't make the game as fun. You know, yeah. you know, or if you had saves, it's like, oh, okay, and you end up get bored and walk away from it. I mean, that's what we do right now. We got too many games that we can play. We save it, we walk away, we never come back to it, and then six months later, well, where oh, we, we got a save of this game. Oh uh, yeah, I don't remember getting there, so the start all started. over and play it again. I'll tell you, Final Fantasy X, man. I got the HD version on on PS4, <laughs> and that's what's gonna be. That's my next. I mean, I'm, I've started it again, and I'm, you know, I don't know, man, eight hours in, if that. And I'm enjoying. It. I hadn't played it in a long time. It's so beautiful. But I, I will pick up from there. But it's so beautiful. <clears throat> it's so good, man. Once you That's pick up after the like whole ship part, where you're actually now into the place where you meet Waka. Yeah. yeah once you're there, then that's when all the fun starts. Getting to that point yeah. is just like a mind numbing because you're on that boat and it's just kind of so boring at that part point. You but know what turned me off of it, man? Is what that the two hundred? lightning strike dodges oh, that yes. you have to do like that's a terrible man they should have changed that maybe they got an update out and they fixed it i, I just gave up <laughs> on that part and just said that's just the one i'm one ultimate weapon i'm not gonna get i got everybody exactly. else's but hers i just I say that alone too. and just i go uh, i'm not gonna get it but then you see how good it is you're like oh i gotta get it i know then and i can do it on ps2 there's a place you can go to do it and it's timed every time i don't know if it carried over into the hd remake but it's still, I mean, it's still, it doesn't take as long as you think, but if you mess up, start all over. Mm-hmm. So, man, it's just, uh, anyway, I'm, it's 200. I mean, dude, that's ridiculous. That's it's a crazy. little bit, that's insanity. Anyway, look, we'll leave it right there, man, because that was a good talk. I loved talking and hearing, and I'm glad we did a little research on the Polymega. They're sitting in an ad for Polymega, though it sounds like it. But, you know, I think it's pretty so, cool. So, Polymega, if you're listening, <laughs> send us a system, we'll review it for you. We're more than happy. Send us with all the attachments. We'll give you a great. Re- we'll we'll review it full out for you. I've got a good collection of games. You can look over Hollywood's shoulder right there. Got a good collection of games to run it through. I'm sure they have no shortage of people that have a <laughs> large audience to to review it for. Them. But anyway, if you guys are uh, liking what you're hearing, you can uh, support us at Facebook or no, not even Facebook anymore. H and K E X P dot com. That's our go. website. 
Yep. Like, subscribe to our podcast on anything, whatever you listen to, Spotify, uh, Pandora, Apple. We're everywhere. But we're on every places. major we podcast. We don't even know where yeah. it's at. Yeah, we're on every major podcast outlet, and we almost daily find out we're on these off-the-wall random ones. So, yeah, so you probably, yeah. You can find so, us. It's pretty easy. Um, if you do want to follow us on Facebook, you can get to us from our hnkexp.com website. We have that there. We have uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram. We're not as active on the Instagram as as of yet, so hopefully we'll spice that up some for you. But, um, yeah. Somebody took Hollywood Cole on Twitter, man. I tried no. to get back on there since Elon got it. Yeah. And they were waiting for it, too. They were waiting for me to get off of there so they could hijack my name snatched it up and i'm not going to be hollywood cole five four three seven six or something like that you know yeah so nope sorry i have to come up with something else i might change my name altogether oh man it's got to start with an h though for h and k yep anyway with, just gotta start with hollywood just gotta start with hollywood <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right man well appreciate you guys listening y'all take it easy take care everybody Peace.